two days ago, I used the stories feature on Instagram to take slides that allowed me to make a series of slides or highlights that walked people through the process of making the beeswax yoba oil mixture that I use to treat my spoons. All those details aren't really important. The point is, it wasn't the first time that I've used story highlights to teach or share some aspect of how I do things. And I think it's really helpful to think about that because I'm trying to recall, I don't think I've seen anybody else in my admittedly small circle of people that I pay attention to uh, I don't think I've seen anybody else use the stories and then create stories highlights to share information as deliberately as that. I've seen people share snippets of information in a story and I've even seen people string stuff together but I haven't seen them then use those stories to create a story's highlights that creates resources for people. And I bring this up because for me it's a great example of how technology is a tool. And to some extent we don't even understand how the tools are can be used. Right? Many tools are, well, here's a great example, uh, screwdrivers have been around a heck of a lot longer than metal paint cans, but at some point somebody figured out that you could use a flathead screwdriver to open a metal paint can, even though they sell paint can keys, which, you know, don't work that much better. So somebody at some point had to look at a tool and say, you know, I bet that would work for this. And we should recognize this about technology, that it is, it is a tool that is general enough and multifaceted enough and powerful enough that we can still come up with new ways of using it. Hopefully, ways of using it that make the world better. We always talk about the ways that hackers figure out how to use technology to make the world worse. But we can hack in the, different, in the opposite direction. We can hack to make things better. And... Often it doesn't take a huge leap. I'm not patting myself on the back that I came up with using the stories to present valuable information on my own. Nope. Uh, I'm sure I saw many other people in my feed sharing useful bits and probably useful bits in sequence. 
And I'm not even claiming that I came up with my own the idea of making it into a story's highlight. I honestly don't remember how that happened. But at this point, I've done binding notebooks, making birch bark sheaths, baking bread, and now making the beeswax oil mixture. I haven't yet done one for carving a spoon, although I'm sure that would be, uh, people would appreciate that. The nice thing about stories highlights is that they're easier to find than posts in your feed that get buried. And that's just a fluke of how they were set up. I don't think that they were, I don't think people who invented the stories highlight for Instagram thought about how it allows you to present this sort of first tier of information when somebody comes to your account. That's just how it worked out. So you can take those parameters and do with them what you will. For a long time, I was trying to figure out how to get one of my story highlights to link people to my podcast thinking that that was really going to be valuable, that people would see a stories highlight that said podcast, because I I would see all of these big Instagram accounts that would have story highlights that weren't really story highlights at all. They were just, they were clearly using them as links to different things, so that instead of just having the one link, you were able to have five or six links to a book, to a podcast, to a course. And now I see people using these link tree services where you click a link and then there's you can get to any number of different things. Um, so my point is people are always taking the tools that are there and innovating with them. And You don't need to see someone else do it before you can come up with some unique combination of innovations on your own. And and the exciting thing about that is that it means that a lot more is possible with the existing stuff that you have at your disposal than you think. And getting creative about how to use that stuff might just be the difference between you being uninterested in using it and being interested in using it. We had some dear friends over for a campfire last night and uh, one of them is starting a flower farm and I was, I was, uh, stressing to her how she should totally be documenting all of these early stages of, you know, trying to lay the groundwork for a flower farm in the middle of a pandemic. And she was saying, oh, you know, I hate doing that sort of thing. Who would want to watch it? And I could tell that in her head, the content she would create making stuff for Instagram, for instance, as she saw other people making it, was uninteresting to her. 
And what I was unable to say last night, and Maya, if you're listening, this is, this is my follow-up to that, is that, that to me that doesn't mean that it's not still a good idea to be doing it. I think the premise is still right. What it means to me is that you need to come up with a, cre- a more creative way of interacting with the technology that makes it from something that you're not interested in to something that works for you. For instance, when I started using Instagram, people used it very differently. There were no long-form captions. You had to have something short and quippy like you'd find on Twitter. This was before Twitter allowed long-form stuff. And... And that didn't really work for me. It wasn't until I figured out that I could write fairly long-form captions about things that had nothing to do with the photo that I came across uh, that I, I came across a way of using the technology that worked for me, that hacked it in a positive direction that was helpful for me and helpful for people who found my work. And so, I think it's worth trying to separate out if the thesis that technology and particular social media, let's just stick with this example, the thesis that social media can help you achieve your goal is probably still true. And the thesis that it is actually a really smart move to make and you would be foolish not to use it, not to harness it in some way to achieve your goal is true. And if you don't like how social media is in your current relationship with it, change your relationship with it. And start using it in really almost stupidly creative ways. Like things where you just think it can't possibly work or people aren't going to take you seriously. But you know what? It doesn't matter if you can always delete stuff. You can always uh, bury it below just a mountain of, in, uh, of, of content that people will never find their way back to the beginning. And if they do, great. It's interesting. But I think of it as more like you're a garage band. You just started your band. You're in a garage and you're just thrashing around a bunch of stuff trying to find a sound that feels good to you. That's not just copying somebody else's thing that seems to have worked that doesn't resonate with you. If you want to copy, if you're inspired by somebody's work, great. But you're just thrashing around. And out of that will come, out of that practice, out of that messy creativity, comes the thing that works for you. And often it comes out of doing things differently than you see those around you doing things or taking things that you see people doing and combining them in in ways that uh, make things better. 
Thanks for listening, guys. Talk tomorrow.